Joined today by Coach Reed Larson, and I guess he's called Coach Jared Peterson, Coach too. So uh, we're here today. Um, gonna you know talk to Derek about uh, the Peterson, or excuse me, the Iron Range Goalie Academy just a little bit. Uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out again to our partner LNM Radiator. If you're looking for a job, they got plenty of them. Uh, go to masabi.com, masabi.com, M-E-S-A-B-I. Dot com. Everything's posted full-time, part-time, summer help, all that good stuff. Even if you're straight out of high school, if you're looking for a job, go there and apply. They said they can train you. They look for all kinds of stuff. Uh, uh, you know, welders, just, just people on the floor, assemblers, everything. So check out Masabi.com. Well, there's no shortage for work out there for people that actually want to work and get a job. So get out there. <laughs> For sure. So, well, welcome, Derek. Good to see you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Short notice. It's all good. I'm here. Let's go. Here we are. <laughs> good to have Petey and the uh, affectionately, though, we talked about the IRH Goalie Academy, Derek Peterson, affectionately known to all the goalies around the area as Petey. Yeah, that's our guy. Uh, works with a lot of different organizations around northern Minnesota all the way up in the North Shore through the Iron Range. Uh, has had some stints working with some junior teams, uh, high school teams, we'll get into some of that stuff. But uh, just kind of going back to, and I guess we want to kind of get into, I guess the nuts and bolts of how the Iron Range Goalie Academy actually started in the area. Um, you know, you started right after a successful playing career, high school hockey, uh, went right into uh, coaching right afterwards. Talk about how you got started coaching goalies. Yeah, actually, my first goalie I ever coached was uh, Sydney Helmrich here. I started in the Lightning program. There's a um, name. Yeah. So, but I worked I worked over here in 2006, 2007. I was a graduate of 2006. But then I went over and started helping back with Virginia with Keith Hendrickson and that group of kids. From there, um, worked some summer programs, worked the high school team a few years, and just kind of gradually just I was still living in Coleraine. I was attending Itasca and I didn't go and play the juniors. I just, I, my passion was teaching and coaching and kids. And that's just kind of where it started. And I was a goalie, obviously. So there was a need for goalie instruction, goalie help, any extra time with the kids in the net was good time spent for whoever I was working with at the time. Well, and goalie coaches that actually know what they're doing are few and far between, <laughs> to be honest with you. There's a connection there. Um, you, know, you talked about you know getting started with that summer hockey camp in Virginia with Keith Hendrickson, and shortly after Keith uh, left, we uh, we started our own. As I was a head coach there in Virginia for seven years, and we brought PD in, you know, as many times as we possibly could in the summertime. Uh, so he was a part of my hockey school for out of my seven years, I think at least five of those years, yep. you were over helping out, and that was just kind of at the start of. Should say the first couple of years that you were with me, it's just kind of at the start where you started the Iron Rage Goalie Academy. Yeah, absolutely. So once uh, once I was kind of done in this area, got done with my task, I went to Bemidji State. Luber Sertich, he was a U.S. Olympian, is a range guy, Virginia guy. Um, I was able to work with the women's program in Bemidji. And from there, again, I, I, I moved back home after graduation, got a degree in teaching. Um, 
coaching specialty, um, decided, hey, you know what? I want to start something else. There's always been something in the back of my mind. I want to do something a little extra for goalies. It was always a, just in a, a dream, a thought, a wish, and I, I, I went for it. I went for it. I dove in and I was like, well, what am I going to call this thing? Well, I said, Iron Range Goalie Academy. I bought a house. I used the detached garage. I don't even think I parked in the detached garage. I think <laughs> I started painting the walls white and getting the synthetic ice ready to go. And like a barber, I sent out a, I, my first appointments, I mailed letters to all these people oh, sure. to, to, to sign up for appointments. And that's just kind of how it all really old fashioned wacko, but it, it that you just yeah. guerrilla marketing. Yeah, just yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then word of mouth has been the best, 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 best thing so far for me. So that's yeah, we're here. We are. 2013 was the initial year of the start. Mayday, Mayday, so, Mayday. <laughs> well, that's good. Like you said, word of mouth. You've done a lot of your own marketing on your own to try to get the name out there. I mean, I, I think that very first year in 2013, I had three Iron Range Goalie Academy hats. I had a car <laughs> decal. I had, you know, t-shirts in hand and every single kid that ever came to your camp got a t-shirt, got a hat, whether it was a stocking cap or a, or a, a, a cap. Uh, you used to drive around in your old truck back in the day that was completely detailed with, yeah. you know, wrapped with Iron Range Goalie Academy. Nick Zines. Yeah. And that, I'll tell you what, that is some of the best marketing you can have. But the best marketing you talked about, PD, was the kids that come out of there saying, you know, you got to go here, you got to go there. Uh, and I think about just one of the goaltenders that I had come through my program with Taylor Greenwald coming through my program. And he always talked about that is the best coach that I've ever had. Uh, and I'm like, geez, thanks a lot. But you know what? I don't blame him. <laughs> uh, hey, as a hockey coach, um, I don't know half of what PD knows to be able to teach goalies as a high school hockey coach. I can't sit out here. I can work with a couple of things here, get shots on you, but what, what these guys need is a connection with somebody and that's what they had with UPD as a connection. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of it's a hockey team, a hockey coaching staff. It's an army. Everybody has a responsibility. Your job is to conduct traffic. You have your D, D coach, you have your, your, your forward coach, you know, you're, you're the one who oversees all that, but most teams at that point in time really didn't have a goalie specific guy. Right. And, Again, you got to have some that has more than half a clue, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're all a little half, you know, a little bubble off here and there, but at the same, at the same time, you, you, if you're nuts enough to stand there and take pucks to the head, you, you know, you, you might, you're more, little, than little, little, yeah, yeah. A little attention, a little <laughs> extra good attention here and there is going to be beneficial in one, in some way, shape or form Yep. for you. So, so what year did you start? So actual goalie coaching 2006, and then yeah. I went. Yeah. Academy was when? 2013. Okay, yeah, because I, I think back to, you know, I played two programs, played Chisholm program and Hibbing program. Now, Hibbing did have a Sunday night deal with mm -hmm. Pete Hyduke that he ran, but yep, all those years in Chisholm, yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking, you know, your quarterback, your shortstop, your goalie, and like, nobody's focusing on it. So, yeah, you definitely yeah. served a cool niche. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get into that, it's like, you know, it's, uh, you Coaches always used to say, ah, oh, well, what, just stop the puck. It's, that's not that easy. Yeah, all right? Get in there, get in there. Dig, dig into what you, uh, some of the main focuses, okay? A new guy comes into, uh, comes into you, you, you haven't seen him play before, you don't know him. Uh, what are some of the first things you do with a goaltender uh, just to start to dig into helping this guy become a better goaltender? You get to know him as a person first. 
It, you got it. It's the only reason I've been successful is because you got to put the person first. Um, if I don't know how to communicate with the person, I don't, I can't understand their strengths, their weaknesses. I'm not going to get anywhere. Then you look for athletic ability. You look at their drive. Um, then you, then you get them on the ice and see what they can do. What I, I already mentioned, what's their strengths, what their weaknesses, their drive. Um, can they stop a puck? Do they want to stop a puck? How are their fundamentals? How are their feet? How are, how's their hand-eye coordination? Are they athletic? Do they play other sports? So you put all that together and you know what? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. You know, kind of you either got it or they don't. <laughs> so so, so you talked about the garage. What does the wife think? So he's got this great, I've been to the garage. It's awesome. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like I said, the walls are white. It's, it's, it's like a mini hockey rink with, but with, and in the pictures, they turn, you know, it's got the jerseys, got the hats. Every every but uh, what does the wife say? Is she, is she happy about parking out? It's 30 below. It's parked outside. You know, she, we have a tuck under garage in our house. Well, when she had a Toyota, she could sneak in there in the winter. Well, now I got her a little bit. We got too many two kids. kids. We got two children kids. now. We got, so we had to get a little, we were a little bit higher up you know a little wider with the new vehicle the chevy now and all of a sudden she does the, the vehicle doesn't fit in the garage anymore so it's uh we, i just pray for a little bit warmer weather not as much snow so i don't have to plow the drive and i got a long driveway too yeah. I mean, it's an in-town driveway but it's still a lot of to answer your question raj is, you know she's been very supportive yeah. of the whole thing she's been great and um, it's, it's it helps it helps if yeah. you got the support from from your partner there and she she's i got nothing but good things to say about about her so awesome. good yeah yeah so you know we talked a little bit about and we can get dig into the past a little bit here just to give you know listeners a little bit of uh some background here um you know there's a lot more teams than what i'm naming that that pd has worked with uh when it comes to uh helping with their goalie programs but some of the most recent teams uh, that I can express that I've I've seen up close and personal um, what he's done with goaltenders uh, are are this I, I can look back to 2017 uh, when Grand Rapids High School wins the state championship under the direction of Trent Clatt it's one of the smartest things Trent Clatt could have done and that whole aspect of things was get Gabe Holm and Zach Stasekel under the direction of of Derek Peterson. Uh, that probably wasn't a very tough sell because I think another name that you guys could probably understand that's been working with uh, since the word go when things started in 2013 is Hunter Shepard. And uh, now since has been involved in helping uh, throughout the course of the years. So Derek has worked with Hunter Shepard. He's worked with Zach Stasekel, Gabe Holum. Uh, those two guys brought him to a state championship in 2017. And Derek has the uh, championship ring to prove it that he was part of that staff as a goalie coach. Uh, shortly thereafter has been involved in a state tournament team working with the Greenway team that were runner-up team in 2019. Uh, so you can see when you got goaltenders that are doing the right thing, uh, there's going to take teams to championship possibilities on that team. You had Logan Wright uh, that was on that uh, organization the previous year before that. They dealt with uh, the foreign exchange student uh, from Finland. Uh, Billy was on that team as well too. So um, awesome to see some of the programs that you've dealt with and, and talk about some of the teams now that you're currently planning to work with. And I say planning because Derek had a little bit of a year where maybe it was uh, kind of sit back and observe because of COVID you, you weren't in working with the programs last year. Um, 
kids weren't coming into your garage last year until just a couple months ago. Now starting things back up again. Uh, talk first. Talk about how difficult it was um, to put everyone's health, you know, into perspective and have that year to re reflect. And then talk about what you know coming forward, what the plans are. Yeah, it was it was kind of a really it was a tough year. Let me let me just say that when when it when the when the COVID hit this area. Um, started shutting things down and with all the contact tracing this winter it would have been completely impossible if i would have gotten through the winter without having to deal with it and at some point i might as well just consider myself winning the lottery yeah because between between <laughs> between being down in breezy point northern lakes up in international falls all over all over the duluth area all the way up the north shore the iron range there's in some way shape or form somebody yeah. was infected everywhere at at some point in time and i'm in 13 ranks monday through friday there's no way there's no way i could work what i am very thankful for i'm sad to see it go was up north hockey did a great job of streaming i was able to see a lot of my older students um, i did keep in reach with a lot of the co coaches in the area and the people that i do come that i cross paths with um in my weekly travels and just say I'd make a call here once a week, say I'd, I'd call up to Falls, I'd call over to Virginia, I'd call over to Edward Gilbert. I, 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 what's nice too is on Instagram, you can, you can communicate with these kids. They, 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 hey, did you see my game last night? Can you watch this clip? What, what did I do good? What did I do bad? How can I fix it? Or what did you think? And a lot of the time, it was just, it, that was something that helped keep me going. Psycholo it, more, it was more psychological than anything because I like, I'm in my truck. I'm always going a lot of windshield time, always talking to, you know, people along the way, always looking forward to getting on the ice with these kids on a weekly basis. And that just did not happen this year. So yeah. being able to wake up, look at the uh, schedule, who's playing tonight, where, who's streaming. I can, there was, there was some nights, I think I texted you, you were, you were doing my nine up North was doing a game. So I had that on my tablet. I had you on TV. I had another game that was like being streamed by the school on my phone. And then my, and then I was looking at my wife's phone cause she had another game going and it was boys and girls. It was, it was really, I, I will say the technology in that aspect was, that was very beneficial. Well, I got to back up for a second now, cause you, you talked about this, all this, this year stuff. I talked about the 17 team. We yeah, oh, sorry. I talked about Greenway. Yep. Uh, and then recently, you, uh, you've been involved with another team, or I should say the goaltender uh, for my brother's team, Northern Lakes Lightning, that went to the state tournament this year. Talk about yes. that. Yes. Um, so I got I got called down there about four or five years ago between Breezy Point and Crosby um, just to do youth association work. And that's what I do. I, I, I work with young goaltenders. Eventually, they end up on the high school team. And, you know, it's all about development, progress, and climbing, yeah. climbing the ladder. And they had a, they, you know what, it was their year to go. They had a good batch of kids there and Adler Hoagland was the goaltender. He was dialed. Um, they had a scare in that section quarterfinal, yeah. but they, they got through Monticello there in the final and they got their opportunity to play in the state tournament. And it was, it was always just back and forth, back and forth. What, you know, and if I'd have a chance to stream in, that's what I would do. And well, it's funny it, that it'd that, that state tournament team, because of course they run into the juggernaut at Gentry Academy. And we, we're not even going to get into that whole cup of tea as far as Gentry Academy. Let's not even go there. Um, but that game, I think it ended like eight to one or nine to one, whatever the final was in that game. Um, 
would have been a heck of a lot worse if Adler wasn't between the pipes. And, and I can tell you this from 100% certainty that my brother has appreciated everything that you had done working with that goalie and getting him ready to, to be able to have the season that they had. So very good. Sure. And at, at the end of the day though, too, he's, it's, a, we got him there. Now we got another couple of kids coming up. They need to be ready for next year for that program. And that's what we want to, that's what we want to do. Develop. Absolutely. So you mentioned, Reed mentioned Hunter Shepard. So like I said, worked with him. Some national titles at UMD. Just talk about him. Or you have any funny stories about him? Oh, or just the kind of kid he is? We, I mean, um, you no, he came, he came back. We spent a lot of time together this fall. Um, we spent some time in the boat. Um, actually, Hunter helped me in Breezy Point. Northern Lakes. He, he was down there every week with me, at awesome. least once a week. And um, a lot of his off, once he's, okay, he's done playing college hockey. They get cut short. Well, He's got his contract now with, well, he's right now they're in the playoffs with uh, that the Florida Everblades in the in the uh, East Coast League right now. Series is tied one to one, but he's he's got his contract with Hershey. Well, he's got to get ready to, for a season now. Well, luckily we've had ice in Grand Rapids and we had ice in Coleraine as well early. Um, we were able to we were able to utilize that ice on a daily basis. We went two three times a week, um, just pre prepping him for his season. So. Um, off the ice, just, just a lot of good, just a lot of good laughs, just a lot of good stories, just about his years in junior years at, at UMD. And then just a lot of good, a lot of good hours spent in the vehicle and in the boat this, this past fall. Well, there's gotta be a, a feather that goes right in your cap. Uh, when we talk about Hunter Shepard, because being the first goaltender from Grand Rapids ever win that Frank Ribsack award, yeah. I'm sure is something that you hold close, hold close to your heart. Um, it's, it's, it's Hunter. That was, that was all Hunter. I mean, I, all I can do is just, you know, I'm just the guy shooting the puck and giving him the message. He's the one doing the work. Yeah. He's the one with the heart. He's the one with the work ethic. He, I have nothing there. I, I you can't, you can't say enough about him as a, as an individual person and the work he puts at it. And um, just a first class human being. And he is very deserving of what he has accomplished. Well, a classic you? answer from coming from uh, a very humble goal. <laughs> Well, did he get a shot in the eight this year? He did. He had two games. He won them both. He, his oh, first oh, AHL game, he had a shutout. Okay, I so, thought I saw something. Too so cool. he's he's two and zero, oh, and then it just got to the point where their season ended. There was no playoffs in the AHL this year. So then he came back down. In fact, last night I think was the first night he lost in about a month and a half. Okay. So oh, they, so he was practicing. So he was with he was up, up okay. he was up in Hershey for quite a while, and then okay. um then the AHL just done no playoffs and then oh no everybody came but he came back down to the east coast just to keep playing sure developing and um yeah right now they, they ended up like the flint tropics they got they got fourth place and snuck in the playoffs at the last at the last bit there and uh um they're one on one right now with they don't the, ask the how you get in they ask how you finish yeah look at the canadians yeah 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 so right 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 so no that's that's where he's at so he's still going he's Good. still going right now yeah Okay. So, I mean, you just kind of your, I mean, what's your favorite part? I mean, like I said, you work because what's the youngest kid you'll work with? I had an eight year old in the uh, facility yesterday. Um, those are my favorite ones. Yeah, that, I, so what's the, the favorite part? My favorite. favorite age? And I had two brand new students yesterday and my favorite part is just getting them in there and just, you see, you see the light bulb flickering and you see the smile, you see the energy, you see the excitement, these kids, are so excited about it. And if you get that opportunity just to, just to work with them and teach them something and they're having fun. And if, you know, they leave the, they leave 
smarter and happier than they are when they're already excited that the, the parents tell me we, we've been waiting to get in here we're so excited to get in here thank you for getting them in here and it's like no thank you for bringing them here and um i just just seeing those kids light up when they, when they get they put that gear on and they're doing what they love to do and just helping them make get just be better just that's what it's all about that very first the very the very first time working with the kid is always most rewarding so how often do you have a parent come in and say from the time they joined they wanted to have the pads on or they always went to the net did you yeah, have any yeah. and it's, it's funny I'll, I'll share two stories there's there's one kid who dad's fighting him dad's fighting him. i don't want my kid i don't want my kid to be a goalie and it's like dad i want to stop pucks okay then i had another one yesterday he goes get this out of your head you are not playing goalie dad I can't. <laughs> so so it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's pretty common. We'll go back to, we'll go back to what we just said about 10 minutes ago. You got to be a half a bubble off to be mm. a goalie in the first place. <laughs> uh, I've always said that you, and I, I stood in the net two times when I was a squirt and I thought, if you want me to play this position, you are crazy. Uh, so you gotta be a little crazy. You gotta be a little weird. And they all say goalies are weird. They're crazy, but they are probably the most important position on a hockey team. If you want to have any success at all. Yeah, I I'd say so. And there's a, there's a, was it Jerry achievers, Chico, or, you know, just name a couple of them old timers, but you don't have, you don't have to be uh, crazy to play goalie. But it helps. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of good um, personalities. A lot of fun personalities, and um, and that that's the thing. We're all different. I mean, it takes a special individual. But a lot of guys they watch. I'm working with a guy playing juniors right now, and he uh, he he watches every peanut that he that goes in and out of his body. You know, he's just he's so focused on his diet, on his sleep regimen, on his work routines. But then you got other guys that just show up and they just they just got it. It yeah. doesn't matter. They just, they just, they're there and they, they get their work done. And it, it doesn't matter what they do. They're just there. And it's, I remember this from probably my first, second year coaching high school hockey. I remember coming into the locker room uh, down at Wilmer and, and looking at my assistant coach and, and uh, around the room, we see guys preparing for the game and getting ready to go. And I, I looked at my assistant and said, Ixx, where, where is, where's our goaltender at? Coach, leave him alone. <laughs> and I said, what? He's part of the team. We got a coach. I'm telling you, if you haven't figured this out yet, goalies are, are just a little off. They're a little weird. They prepare completely differently than completely different than everybody else on the hockey team. Uh, and that's where I kind of told myself for the rest of my career, I'm going to have you guys prepare this specific way, but goalie, you're going to tell me what you're going to do. And I'm going to let you do your thing. What are your thoughts as far as that is concerned when it comes to preparing for games like that? Um, I, it's, it's a double-edged sword. I, you have, you still have to be a part of the team. I, here, here's another thing. There's a lot, a lot of goalies. Oh, I don't like going to practice as I don't have a goalie. Coach. That's, that's nonsense. You're part of the team. Go do your job. Compete. Um, I, there's a time and a place. Then I think that's something that should be talked about. Um, yeah, there's some different things that you can do, whether you're doing some, some meditation, whether you're doing your quickness, your footwork, your hand-eye. Um, that's all got to be done. And most of the time, most goaltenders like to do that off on their own. But when there's team stretching, there's a message from the coach. Goaltender also needs to be involved with that. And the good ones, they get it. And they're there the whole time. So there's, like I said, there's a time and a place for that. And But at the, at the end of the day, it's your job to stop pucks, but you're still 
you're, it's, it's a team sport. Yeah. Everybody has back a one of the team. Yeah. Everybody has a job and a responsibility. So going back to the little kids, when did you start? Did you get going right away? Oh what did your parents say? Did you jump in? Well, right we away? lived in Nashua. So my parents were, my, my, my mom's brother was a goalie for Virginia in the seventies, but my parents were, my dad played basketball for tower, big basketball for, I mean, yeah, tower is so small, but back then in the 1960s, small tower, they were in the section semifinals and they had, have the hippodrome to go to the state basketball tournament um and my mom she was a she coached and we were more of a basketball but we were more of a gym family growing up in nashua because we had we had their their direct element there in nashua but um i always had my my goalie equipment on in the street and our my neighbor terry sullivan always flooded a rink and his kid neil actually he, he ended up growing up playing high school hockey for greenway i was a few years older than him but i was always out on that rink whether it was 30 below or else the ice was melting. I'd still be out on the rink. Um, I had goalie gear. So <laughs> my, my uncle Mike worked in the hospital in Virginia and those old, uh, what, what was that plaster stuff? What he, he put all this Vaseline on my face and he, and, and there are these strips of like cast casting. Cause that's yeah, what they used to yeah, make. Sure. The old goalie like, helmet. Yeah, like a that, fiberglass, a fiberglass. That was, that was my first goalie helmet. And, <laughs> and my uncle Buck came over. I, I, I was on a table in my basement and it, that's, that's where my first time, it was a, it was an old face mask. Like, like they used to what do. What did it feel like getting hit in the face when you had that on? I just use it for street hockey. I didn't get hit with pucks. I got hit with balls. I mean, but then my first mask was actually Adam Hauser's old, uh, that's uh, Jofa. Yeah. It was a, it was like a Cooper Jofa Kelly Rudy type mask, and I had like all my st- I had all the NHL stickers on this big plastic shield. Oh my god, it could have gone could have gone over the a bumper of a vehicle. I mean, it was <laughs> but it was Adam Hauser's helmet. It didn't fit. It wiggled. But my god, I I thought I was the king. That goes back that a little ways. Adam yeah. Hauser goes back to the nineties. Yeah. In fact, he was a goalie at Greenway that we played against when I was at Grand Rapids High School, and then he went on to play at the University of Minnesota. Yeah. And won a national title. Yeah. Yeah. Total so, but that, and then my, my dad, I always ask, I'd always ask my dad, dad, can you come shoot on me? Dad, can you come shoot? It'd be a hundred degrees outside. I'd have all my goalie equipment on out in the street. Dad, can you come shoot? Oh, shoot 10 pucks at you. Okay. I want, okay. If I stop, if I stop seven or eight, can you shoot 10 more? I, just, just that sort of thing. And hundred and something degrees outside. And I'm going to go back to saying the goalies are half a month. Were you already like playing basketball, oh. but on your spare time, you're putting a goalie? Oh, we didn't move till about second, third grade. So I was, I had to have been between five, six, anywhere between five and seven years old. when I was doing this. And so I, I committed to goalie full time, you know, by third grade, well, fourth grade, I played kind of both in the fifth grade. I was just more just goalie land okay. so yeah go ahead. awesome well yeah we, we talked a lot about going kind of back into the past and um and i know i touched on this question a little earlier but uh you know we got into talking about covid and and i wanted to reiterate the question of what what's the next year look like for for dp and the uh the iron range goalie academy you've got commitments to area schools commitments to people are you doing just um individual sessions uh what's next year look like for you? Things are looking up. I mean, they're before this whole thing hit, um, everything was just, everything was going really well. A lot, a lot of good, just kids going everywhere. What, what's going to happen in my world now, um, back, the garage is back up and running. I'm, I'm booking out appointments again. Um, we're currently working in the Greenway summer hockey school. Um, 
with working with that. And then I've got a camp coming up next weekend down at Proctor. We got 42 goalies signed up. We've got uh, 15 staffers, all, all former students that are going to come back, give back and just, just help with, just help with that. And then I've got another goalie camp coming up in August in Grand Rapids. I'll be directing a goalie camp up in uh, well, just a more of a hockey camp up in Silver Bay at towards the end of July. And uh, going into fall, I'll be back down in uh, Northern Lakes, I am assuming. And then we'll be back back on the uh, back on the pavement here. <laughs> Any um, specific uh, high school programs that you could are gonna continue with, that you commit to helping with? You know, right now, um, well, a lot of these in a lot of these places that I go, I work with basically all of these high school goaltenders in the area. Mm -hmm. Um if coaches have questions and they want to talk to me about certain things, I, I'm all about helping, you know, every, yeah. everybody, everybody, whoever, whenever. And um, the, where I step back is if, okay, say I've got one team, I'm, I'm, I'm in their community on a Tuesday and they're playing the community that I'm there on Thursday. Yeah. You know what? I, I keep, I, I have to keep my professionalism. I'm going to, I'm going to coach each kid and it's their, their job to go and do what they need to do against their right. opponent. So one of my favorite games this past winter, it was a 0-0 tie. Uh, Coleraine went up to the falls for the third contest of the year. And um, Mitchell Nemec was a senior for the falls this year. He ended up, I think, 53 save shutout. And then Jurgensen came back. And I think it was his first varsity shutout too. And he had like 27 to anywhere between 27 and 30 saves. So it was just a good <laughs> night. There was a night where all the stars were aligned. And I think all my kids in the area were playing and they were over 96% for the night, which it's awesome for the kids. At uh, the end of the day, it's awesome for the kids. Wouldn't it be nice cool. to just, it, with both goalies, you, you had uh, the Falls goalie, the Green Lake goalie, and they should just put an Iron Range goalie academy <laughs> banner behind both and then take a picture of the scoreboard yep. that says 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> yeah. Then the following Tuesday, they both up. Both give six. Give <laughs> so, so, like I said, that, that's, hey, that's part of the gig, too, though. That's part of the gig. It all, it, it's... It's, it's well, that, and you have to teach yeah. those things. Those are yeah. the things that kids have to learn to respond from. And yeah. that was part of what I want to go into when it comes to the mental side of the game, because there's, uh, you know, as many years as I've been coaching high school hockey and coaching hockey players, uh, you know, there's a mental side of the game with players, but there has to be even more so a mental side of the game when it comes to goaltending. Yeah, you got to be even, even keel. You can't get too high. You can't get too low. You don't want to be a roller coaster. You have, you just have to give up a goal. You got to have a, you know, post goal routine, get back in the net, focus on the next one. I, I'm, I'm a, I am a notorious example of get pissed, goal goes in. Uh, it's one nothing in the middle of the second period before, before I'm even focused on the next shot, it's four nothing already. Yeah. So it's, and it, and it happens to the best of them. You, you've seen it in these playoffs. If you've been paying attention, it, it, it happens that fast. So you have to refocus, you have to reset and it's, it's gone. There's no rewind button. There's well, so here's no a rewind. question for you. This is probably a really good uh, question to answer from a goalie guy and a goalie uh, for maybe a young coach. At what point in time do you know it's a good time to yank that guy out of the net and put the other guy in? When do you know it's you, when you're ready you're in a game, goalie's been letting a few in tonight, coach is thinking, I got to make a goalie change. What are some of the things coming from a goalie coach that that coach should look for in order for the goalie? Okay. I got a yank on tonight. Okay. Um, kind of depends on how much time's left in the period. If you can at all costs, if you can wait till the end of the period, if, if, if it, you know, they need to come out of there, but if you can wait till the end of the period, 
that's I think it's a little bit less stress on especially the goaltender. Um, goalie's mom. Yeah, the goalie, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, it's I mean, in, in, in normal situations when you got you know you got a decent barn, you you don't want to you don't want to you know you don't want to embarrass the kid by just you know you know they're it's a double it's a again I, I use this te- this term in, this term before today it's a double edged sword you you got it you got to get them the heck out of there you got to get them the heck out of there but if I if I if I don't do it now this could get worse but yeah. if I wait it might not be so bad you know either way it's it's going and that's something too yeah I gotta answer your question here yeah I like to beat around the bush um, <laughs> um there well, maybe just, there's never a good time there's, well, <laughs> from yeah, the goalies yeah right. it, 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 sometimes it's just obvious get them out of there get yeah. them out get them out look at the other guy point your finger get to the net well i think coming from a, a you know coach's standpoint too and book has probably seen enough of it on all the benches that he's been on in his day that i really look for body language you know, you, you look to there see. Was the I, that was the word I was looking for. You know, you, you look to see what what is the goalie. Uh, what's his attitude look like? You can tell. Yeah. Is you know that goal get after he scored on? Is he slouched down? Is he staring down at the ice? Or is it tink tink back out and ready to go? I mean, I don't care if he just let in four goals or if he let in two. Uh, after that second goal, if it happens two within a matter of thirty seconds, and as and you can tell, his dauber is down, then I'm already looking over at my back of going, and I want you to start getting your glove ready to go here and and you know you you noted on something for me that I've always thought it, it just as a coach and this is for years of coaching that if you can wait till the end of the period that that does wonders to save confidence for a goalie I, I always used to just think to myself put yourself in their shoes you can take a guy off the ice that's a player because you're doing that all game long uh, but there's the one, there's one player on that team that you can tell everyone in the building just by what you're doing, that they're not having a good night. Uh, and that's the goal. You yank them out in the middle of the period. Everybody just knows this guy did not have a good night. So if you can save confidence by waiting, sometimes you can't. What if somebody just scored four goals in a matter of two minutes? Is it time to pull that goal? Or do you, okay, you're having a tough night. Or are we just going to ride it out? Yeah, get them out of there because you know what, eventually – and here's the thing, yep, from the crowd's perspective, I'm just kind of thinking as you're going here, from the crowd's perspective, it's going to be 30 seconds to a minute. And unless the other guy goes in and completely lays another egg, yeah. um, it's going to be forgotten about. But yeah. really, to, to the guy in between the pipes there, it's 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 gut-wrenching. It's, yeah. it's tough. Um, but yeah, end of the day, got to come back, put your work boots on, and, you know, go at it again. That's yeah. that's. That's it. Absolutely. I mean, it, it kind of brings on the next question. Yeah. Does it help with a goalie in this scenario? You, you goalie, your goalie got yanked. Okay. So you got yanked after the second period last night and we got a game, we got a game tonight. Um, from a coaching goalie coaching standpoint, how much does that play into that goalie's confidence when you're able to come back to that guy? There's gotta be a conversation. Had. Um, and, and, got to keep things positive. Yeah. You got to reflect on the negative, but you got to move on from the negative because there's been situations with guys um, where they don't have such a hot night, whether it's bad luck, it's just, they think go well, whatever the situation, if that's your number one guy, you know what? And it's still his turn to go. I said, get back in there. You know what you're doing. And you hit the reset button because if you know, you don't want to, you don't want to drown. Like you don't want to keep a guy, you know, underwater any longer than you have to. Right. Yep. There's, there's, um, short-term solutions there. Yeah. Um, you don't want you won't want to turn something that 
should just be a short-term deal into something that could be long-term. And uh, it's the psychological deal of more, and more times than none. And there's been books written about it, how they can go into a depression. And we don't need to go that far anyway, right. but- um, Well, there's a mental no. side of it there that you're yeah. touching on. Yeah, sure. you got it. You got it. You got to just get back in there and you got to do, you're doing everything right. Just didn't go your way tonight. Come in the next night and shut the door. That's all you can, that's what you can hold for. Yeah. Well, this is my last one for you. So, you know, back in the day, like a Billy Smith, been a Ron Hextall, a lot of whacking. Um, I don't see it as much anymore, but maybe you do because you're paying more attention to the goalies. Is the does the goalie own the crease like maybe he did 30 years ago? Well, you skate, you skate with me on Wednesday. Well, yeah, well, you still do it. Are you teaching your students? Are you trying no. to tell me not to stand in front of you if I play Ben's with, with, Yeah, with no. I get whacked. No, we just sit there and laugh at each other. Just, <laughs> well, we're old and slow, but... Um, no, at, no. If if someone gets in your grill, yeah, then you want to, then you might want to just take a get out of my spot, you know, get out of my get out of my my crease here. But no, um, there's been rule changes now. I mean, you can be in the if as long as you're not interfering with a guy, you can you can stand in his crease. But um, there's not as I mean, if you get run, yeah, it, absolutely. There still has to be that. There's still gotta you gotta have a pulse in there. Oh yeah. Um, um it's a level of compete too yeah right? yeah for the most part it's uh when that's going to happen it's usually a coach a perfect example it happened my senior year but we don't need to talk about that <laughs> um you run a guy you run a guy into his if he's dialed and you can't get nothing past him you run him because you uh, know what now he's he's more pissed about that than he is actually stopping the puck that's uh, that's it and that's what can that's that is a good coaching strategy. Actually, is what it is. That's going to test the, the mentality of your goaltender. Well, it is, and in, in, uh, and I'm just going to give this as just kind of. Uh, <clears throat> I don't do that as a coach, but <laughs> no, that's a good. No, you coach. know what? It isn't. It, say the word "run a goalie." It, it's different. Uh, I would just, as a coach, say you, you got to go to the net. Go to the net. Go to the net. Go to the net. And that to your players is. Um, you know what, that net uh, tonight, we're going to count how many times that net gets knocked off its moorings, and then we'll know whether or not that, in, and of course, the referees in the area are going to say, I don't know if I like that because that's not kosher. That's hockey. That net gets knocked off, and there is a reason why they went from that post that used to be drilled into the concrete underneath the ice to moorings that come off because people are running in the net a little bit more often. And you mentioned it, a goalie that is going to own his crease um guys aren't going to go to that net you're going to think anymore. twice you're yeah. going to think twice for sure yeah that's i mean like a hex style like a you know billy smith all that kind of stuff yeah it, it uh you know it was just different you know back in the day what do you think about uh there was rumor was it the last contract or two contracts with the nhl they were talking about but the pads used to be what eight inch no mm -hmm. they're are they a foot? They they're, 11. they're 11. They're 11 inches wide. And they were talking about bringing that back down what would you think about that i think they're absolutely nuts <laughs> It's <laughs> guys shoot harder now. You, you honest to God, I got, sticks? You know, honest yeah. to God, I got hit in the face this morning with a puck on a jam. I was just working a drill. I got that. I got hit with the puck. I mean, I didn't have my, it, it just got, that puck hurts. Yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to make the equipment smaller and make it that much more difficult for guys. Yeah. We'll still go in there, but the, that puck is coming fast. Some, some guys, Zach Stasco, let's talk about him real quick. I know we're getting low on time, but he, He's where he's at right now. He's a world-class goaltender for where 100%. he's at. His going into his second year of junior, he was with central Illinois and he went to, he went to main camp. 
he took a puck. It went right through his goal cage, oh. right through his, I mean, you think you have went right through his goal cage. It bent the cage. It, the puck got stuck and it hit him in the eye. His eye was swollen for a week. He had a concussion. Bro, I mean, broke the cage. It was, it was a pretty scary deal. Um, again, that we're not talking, you know, leg pads or gloves or blocker, but anything you're going to do to give the, the advantage to the skater to score. I mean, look at these sticks right now. Yeah, everybody, oh. God, I go to a peewee practice and these kids are ripping the puck faster than my high school team did 15 oh, years. Sure. I hear you. Um, every kid can, the technology is, it's, it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's great. It's unbelievable. It's given every kid an advantage, but at the same time, the goalies are, uh, let's, let's give the goal. Let's continue to give the goalie the short end of the stick. Here. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's make it his well, job even harder. Yeah. And all they're going to do by shrinking the pads is continue to take, if you're looking at the upper levels, well, okay, then we're going to make the pads smaller. Well, then we're going to have to recruit bigger goalies at the higher levels. And they're already doing that, whether it's college or professional goalies that are getting recruited. I mean, they, they're already telling you, if you want to be a goalie that plays in the NHL, you better be six, four, yeah. you know, you better be 200 and, 50 pounds, you know, these guys are huge that are playing. And it's like, if we want to keep shrinking that equipment, there's going to be no chance for an undersized guy to play at a high level like that. My biggest thing there is just safety. Yeah. Um, if you can stop a puck, you can stop a puck at the end, at the end of the day. But yeah, in terms of safety and well, coverage too, you're going to, that, it's just, we're just pissed about that. Cause I'm a goalie guy. You scoring guys like that. Hey, well, that was the thing. Trying to hey, I didn't score. I was that guy you were just talking about before. The the one that would go flying into the net. <laughs> that was my job. I didn't score goals, so get up he was a goal scorer. Get not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, not and if it does happen, guess what? It happens. We got to deal with it. Yeah. There's no excuses. There's that's another thing. There's no excuses. Your job is to stop the puck. You can complain, whine, no matter what. Puck gets behind you. At the end of the at the end of the play, Sorry. at the end of the day, it's. You, you, you're the, you got scored on. Yeah. You got, it's your job to keep the puck out of that. They go through six other, five other guys on the ice, but you know what? That's your job. Absolutely. Do your damn job. You're a lot, you're the last line of defense for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's all I've got. You got anything else? No, I, I'm just excited that we had, uh, we had DP here in a chance. We talked about this way back in February, March, when we were doing some of our regular our shows with T with uh, Miss McGill, and we said we got to get PD on here. Uh, we made some time for it. I'm glad we got a chance to do it. And, and uh, I, I don't know about you, Puka, but just uh, like I said, 18 years of being a, a hockey coach, and uh, I can always continue to learn. And that's one area uh, for me that I need to learn more about as Bolton. And I appreciate having me here. Yeah, thanks, PD. So oh, absolutely, thanks. I just wanted to make a quick shout out. I want to thank uh, Travis Weber, Pete Samarja, just two good range guys that have, uh, you know, kind of just made me realize my dream and, you know, always been very positive in everything with, whether it be coaching, whether it been playing, just life lessons with those guys too. And they were just awesome, awesome mentors for me, both as a player and now as a coach. And these relationships continue to uh, grow and we keep just becoming better and better people at the end of the day. So like I said, Pete Samarja, um, Travis Weber, just great guys that have, you know, kind of, led the way for me here so thanks awesome. to them too Appreciate thank you that. awesome yeah so as we close here like i said if you're looking for a job masabi.com we'll put the uh uh the website in the in the show links i'm gonna hold that up c4 that will also be in the show links you know all about then and chomps meet we'll also put them in the show links and so, a couple of those sticks before we started yeah, they're good they're a good snack so uh, all that will be in the show links uh, maybe we'll even put the iron range goalie academy 
uh, in the show links too. So I am Puka for Reed Larson, for Derek Peters. We appreciate you watching, listening, whatever you're doing. If you like the show, please uh, share it out, especially if you're a goalie, share it out to your goalie friends. We'd appreciate that. Get out there and be your dream. You're tuned to the Tea with Miss McGill show. A production of Goat Sports Media, LLC.